0: Leading the way with Dr. Michael Youssef, equipping us to grow into a deeper walk with Christ. Part of Night Vision each weeknight. Details at vision.org.au
1: Life, culture and current events from a biblical
0: perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well in a digital age, reaching the masses with the timeless gospel message means there is an ongoing need to adapt and change with the times. Keeping up with technology and the changing preferences of new generations means reaching outside our comfort zones with new ways of thinking and understanding new trends. Well, it means being prepared to disrupt those mundane ways we always think things will happen before and innovating to solve problems and lead others towards a common goal. So our conversation today about Christian gospel opportunities in a digital age for people who don't necessarily fit the traditional moulds of what historical Christianity looks like. Our special guest through this coming hour is Nathan Spicer. Nathan is a pioneer of several global initiatives, including Yes, He Is and CV Resources. CV stands for Christian Vision, a global ministry connecting with people seeking answers online with 350 staff in over 35 countries, impacting millions of people each year. Nathan, a special welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's, It's a privilege to be here. Nathan let's talk uh, the digital world for a few moments here because reaching out in the digital world there has been an adaptation that's been happening really over the best part of the last couple of decades and uh, the the church you know the church is so big sometimes we might say even so cumbersome how do you think we're getting on with the the adaptation that we've needed to do to actually take a hold of the opportunities in a digital world?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I, I um, I think I think we we're, we're doing okay. I think traditionally um, Christians and, and churches are, are slow to adjust and to uh, are not overly agile in, in in letting go of things that maybe we've done previously. Um, but of course, this is an increasing challenge because the world isn't moving so fast. Um, and at the heart of of um, church is, is essentially we're in the people business and. We need to be um, a light in, in, in all the places where people are and bring the message of Jesus to, to people. Um, and I think that um, the church is having to adapt, not just to new technologies, but be able to move and to, to adapt and to change and to adjust uh, more quickly and not hold on to the methods too tightly, um, but always, of course, holding on to that that to the truth that we
0: have. Easy to think, isn't it, that if you're a part of a local church that has got some adaptation happening and, of course, COVID has meant that a lot of churches have moved to an online platform to deliver their services and while they had to do that, that was fine and uh, so many are continuing to do that Uh, but there's an awful lot of churches, uh, let's just be honest here who will not have uh, risen to this challenge to adapt and uh, it may be more than what we think
1: yeah, that, that, that's true, um, and of course um, th- there's multiple reasons for that. It's not just necessarily tradition or um, having comfort in the way that we've always done things, but also, you know, as we go online there, there are just various skills that are needed, you know um, the, the the methods have to change, but also then the, the way of delivering the message, the way of building community, the way to ultimately introduce people to Jesus needs to adapt with the opportunity um, and through no fault of um, anyone anyone. to be perfectly honest I, I feel that um, the world does change and, and at times there are those churches that, that adapt there are those churches that unfortunately uh, may um, stand still or ultimately be, be defined with a generation and then there's also new churches that come up um, as new opportunities arise, so if you look over the history, um, you, you see that taking place um, consistently through different methods and different ways to, to reach people. Um, the great news is, I think that um, there's many resources, there's many um, opportunities, and people are sharing their knowledge and their resources more than ever before. And I think that um, no matter what size of church you are, no matter maybe what. What, what um, who you have on staff or what people that you have in your congregation, there are opportunities um, right now to be able to reach people and to be able to um, grow community um, because most people themselves um, exist in those communities, even if it's just on Facebook to find out what their grandchildren are doing. Most of us are ultimately on some form of social network, and, of course, that, we believe, is a mission field and, and an opportunity.
0: Nathan, I know there'll be a lot of listeners who'll be thinking, "Well, all this idea about digital platforms and digital evangelism—well, I'm leaving that to our local church leadership." And yeah. a lot of people who've thought, "Well, we better leave that to the pastor." Well, when they've discovered that there was a real need with COVID and the crisis that came earlier this year, a lot of churches will have discovered that the pastor had not much idea and that there needed to be people who were within the church body who were really across a variety of digital platforms, had great social media communication skills and but not necessarily using their gift for the advancement of the gospel. So the opportunity that's arisen here is really for for a lot of people who don't typically meet the sort of role the the, the typical sort of uh, historical role that a minister of the gospel might might have. What are your thoughts for uh, for people who haven't actually offered their skills even though they know they're really good at these things?
1: Yeah, it's great. I I mean, personally, I I, I believe that the the Great Commission and we're all ministers, ultimately. um, Of course, churches organize themselves around um, a certain model and the way of of, um, handing the microphone to certain individuals who may be gifted communicators in front of a large audience. But ultimately, I believe the Great Commission and the opportunity for sharing our faith um, is for every single believer. Um, And I think that what's interesting with the um, increase in digital media and online and social media is essentially it's just handed that microphone to every single person. Um, And every single person is ultimately preaching something. They're saying something. Um, And so um, the opportunity now for the body of Christ, for Christians to be living a life that is authentic, that is, um, you know, in love with Jesus, um, but ultimately is is engaging in conversations with people um, about their faith and why they believe what, what they believe, um, and I think that the, the the bigger challenge potentially is the fact that because of the model of, of, of the way churches have been over the last couple of decades, with it's certain individuals that have had that microphone on a platform that has done the done the preaching or such, um, that actually we've lost the, the ability or the art or the the um, the skills to know how to share our faith and how to have those conversations and how to give a reason for the hope that we believe, as Scripture talks about. So um, we're really excited about this because I think, if anything, although um, COVID's happened and and digital technology is all there, um, this has suddenly kind of flattened the the opportunity, and every single person um, now has the ability to go into all the world um, and they don't have to go on a year-long mission trip to do so. Uh, we can reach people around the world right here, right now, um, from, from your device, from your computer, um, and that doesn't have to be complicated. It could simply start by sharing a scripture and engaging in a conversation on Facebook or on Instagram. Um, it could involve uh, telling a story of, of, of God's faithfulness or um, you know, reaching out or when you see a friend who's maybe struggling, offering to pray for them. You know, um, I don't believe evangelism is or sharing the faith. It has to be complicated. Um, it has to just be authentic, authentic and ultimately uh, can be a part of our everyday life.
0: Hey, Nathan, I mentioned uh, CV stands for Christian Vision, and yeah. it's a global ministry that you're a part of and uh, impacting yes. millions of people each year. I mentioned uh, Yes, He Is, and I mentioned mm-hmm. CV Resources. Give us a little picture of what uh, CV looks like these days.
1: Yeah. Well, we, firstly, we, we exist as a as a, a missions organisation to as to reach as many people as we can, and um, we're a fully fully funded ministry um, that exists for one reason, and that's to get the message of Jesus to as many people as we can around the world. Um, and we have a kind of scale of thinking where we want to try and introduce um, a billion people around the world to Jesus, and of course through digital technology, um, that opportunity has never been so so um, available to us. But we also want to be smart about what we do have and, and, and the resources that we have. And so we, we ultimately look at the world and, and look where there's people that haven't yet heard the message of Jesus and prioritize um, kind of direct evangelism approaches to those individuals. Um, but we also look where there are groups of Christians around the world um, that, that, that are also surrounded by people that don't believe. And ask ourselves the question, what would it look like to ultimately help to equip and to train and to mobilize those individuals to be able to then themselves share their faith with, with, with those around them? As I mentioned a moment ago, I think we've, we've maybe lost um, the skills or the know-how of how to do that. And so that's where Yes, He Is fits in. Um, it's a project um, specifically for a particular demographic that spend their lives online and, and gives them the inspiration and the training and the, and the means by which to share their faith. And then thirdly, we look at where there are churches, um, strong churches, and just ask, hey, how can we help? How can we bless churches to continue to reach the people that they're called to reach? Um, and that, that takes its form through CV Resources. And, and that's all about just generously giving away what we have what we know in terms of our digital media, but also the skills that we're acquiring and the knowledge that we have and seeing how we can be a blessing to churches so they can reach even more people as well. And we believe that as we just around the world introduce people. To jesus directly where there's no other option but to directly go and introduce jesus to them where we can come alongside christians to inspire to train and to help mobilize them to to share their faith as a part of their everyday life through yes he is we do and then ultimately um, how can we be a blessing to the church as well um, who may not have the skills or a media department or the ability to produce online materials and how can we make all that stuff available so everyone can participate in in introducing people to Jesus. And we believe through those three main objectives, we can ultimately reach a billion people and even more. A biblical perspective on life,
0: culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision Christian Radio. Our talkback line open on 1-800-316-316. You can leave a note too on our Facebook question today that asks, is digital evangelism online just as legitimate as sharing the gospel face-to-face? Our special guest is Nathan Spicer from CV Global. Hey Nathan, let me pick up on something you mentioned just a few minutes back when you said that some people are gifted with a microphone And uh, we've often championed people in church life who've been gifted as communicators up on the stage, up in the pulpit, up uh, in front of a crowd of people. And they've been wonderful communicators, storytellers, and uh, people who've been able to draw people into a place where uh, it's leading on to some good things when it comes to the expansion of the kingdom of God. But. This is different if we're talking about an online space. You don't necessarily have to be a gifted communicator with a microphone. This opens up the opportunities incredibly for so many of us.
1: Yeah, uh, that, that's absolutely right. Um, if anything, many of the, the methods that we've previously used, let, let's say a 20-minute sermon as an example, um, suddenly doesn't necessarily translate online from an evangelistic perspective in terms of communicating the gospel we we find through our work that actually um short sharp videos that that or stories of people's lives um, are the things that ultimately um, engage people best um and but i want to kind of encourage everyone that you know this this doesn't have to be um a a gospel in, in, in its fullness in terms of sharing the gospel online for example i believe it's a part of everyone's life everyday life um, there's opportunities in every normal day things to be able to um, share our faith, um, and that you know you may may not even need words. It could be an awesome an awesome photo. It could be a video that that um, you shot of a, an amazing sunset with, you know, just just a couple of words on it or something. Um, but it ultimately provides an opportunity for a conversation, an opportunity to be able to give a reason for for the hope that we have um and um i think that we yeah we need to adapt to the to the type of ways and methods that people are having conversations online and and being able to be really clever in the way that we um you know bring the gospel into that picture
0: we're taking calls on 1-800-316-316 you can join our conversation today let's take a call from william in victoria hello william welcome
1: thank you neil um I'm hearing your program, and one of the things I just wanted to share is that as good as online uh, church and online ministry is, even evangelism, you still cannot replace it with a face-to-face uh, evangelism, because you see the emotions, the, the the reality, you see the expression on people's face, and the, you never know what is going on behind the screen, so people can pretend. So I, I like the online, because we have no choice at the moment, Especially in Victoria, but The face-to-face meeting uh, can never be replaced, you know. When you meet somebody, you're evangelizing, the, the body language, the expression all plays a part in that person's acceptance of Christ. So that's my contribution. I really believe That's
0: very important. I think it is too, William. But uh, let's get a thought or two from Nathan. Uh, William, who says uh, that there's no real replacement for that idea of being face-to-face and uh, seeing the body language and feeling the emotion Mm -hmm. of of being together with people. But what are your thoughts here, Nathan, for William? Um, yeah, William, thank you. Thank you
1: for your question and taking the time to to um, to give your your point of view. I agree. Um, I don't think and I think this is part of the challenge that sometimes when a new opportunity opens up, um, we we sometimes compare or then or then think, um, OK, we need to s- stop doing that and now fully do this. Um, I'm personally not an advocate of everything should go online. Um, I'm a massive advocate of, of, of face-to-face and gathering and in-person meetings. Um, but I think that with a certainly from a missional perspective, we should always be looking for opportunities to reach more people, to get the message of Jesus to more people. And I think that online... Um, just provides a new a, a new roadway, a new pathway, a new opportunity to reach even more people. And so um, it's not either or, um, it, it's both and, um, and. And I believe that um, we can ultimately reach more people online, um, but also we should not forsake meeting together, gathering together, talking to people face-to-face. Um, all of that is very, very important. And um, there are certainly... Um, things face to face um, that you can't you can't um, get online and and as you mentioned around just reading people's facial expressions and you know to get beneath the words um, those things that we as humans um, have unique gifts in Um, and I would um, I would advocate we keep doing that as well.
0: William from Victoria, thank you so much for your call. Our talkback line open on 1-800-316-316 to join in our conversation. A little bit along the idea of uh, it's not about replacement, but it's about enhancement. We want to enhance the overall opportunity to reach out to people. And, and so it's not a replacement thing. It's like, uh, you know, when we put online things ahead of those personal gatherings of the church, although there's some questions that come out of that too. but But we're talking about enhancement. We?
1: yeah absolutely um enhancement um ad- ad- addition uh, new ways to be able to um get the message of people if you look over the history of, of the world when you look at television arriving radio we're talking on radio now different mediums to be able to get the message of jesus to people um radio hasn't replaced um face-to-face conversation um it hasn't replaced other other means of, of gathering but it's provided new opportunities to, to engage with people Um, And and I think online is just another one. Um, that is um, at a scale that potentially we've never seen before, and that's exciting.
0: You know, uh, we've been talking about uh, people who don't fit the traditional role of what it is to be a Christian minister, and this idea of having a new confidence to be able to share the gospel uh, because you've got some access to some wonderful resources. Confidence is a big issue here because a lot of people, they probably just need that little encouragement to say, wait a minute, you're gifted in a certain way, that we'll be able to reach maybe millions for christ and uh, that encouragement to get over the line and start doing something that's a major issue confidence is powerful isn't it
1: yeah and when we've done research before um, around for example why people don't share their faith there's some really genuine um, reasons that, that i struggle with too it involves um, I'm not sure what what um, how to answer difficult questions or what if they ask me about this and I, I'm not sure the answer. Um, or we sometimes think to ourselves, I don't want to um, upset our friend. Um, and so there's all these really valid reasons and blockers why we don't begin the conversation and engage, because um, these are real things that we all do with every single day. Um, and and so maybe by default, we think, well, let, let's just allow the the qualified or the professionals to do that. Um, because, you know, they'll have all the answers. Um, The truth is they don't have all the answers too. Um, And and, and I think that we need to demystify what it means to to share the gospel and, and just, just start being open and honest and authentic and, and, and being, um, bringing Jesus into the conversation um, and being open about our own stories and, and, and the reasons why we put our faith and hope in Jesus. You know, people can argue with all sorts of different philosophical debates, but they can never question your personal testimony and your personal experience. That's personal. Um, and if we can just find ways to just share that authentically and openly, um, then I think we'll be surprised how many people will be willing to engage in a conversation and ask questions.
0: And Nathan, just before we talk some more about uh, about the ministry side of things, uh, CV Global. For people who are not very familiar, you've got a uh, you've got a, a founder who, in fact, finances your whole ministry operation. Give us a little insight into into how CV Global continues to operate and expand.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, as you mentioned, we, um, we're we fully funded as, as a ministry um, and, and we exist out of um, the generosity of a Christian businessman who has been blessed and successful in business. Um, but really has a heart for mission and for, for reaching people for Jesus, and so he created Christian Vision um, as, a, as a vehicle evangelistic ministry to be able to get the message of Jesus to as many people um, as we can. And as I mentioned earlier, around this idea of um, introducing a billion people to Jesus, that was something that he felt, you know, God challenged with him early on in, in um, when, when praying and thinking about what what, um, what God would have him do um and um and so yeah we we operate out of out of um his vision
0: really around the world and uh, encouraging uh, for listeners too to check out that story when you visit the CV website uh, listen yeah. we were talking just before the news uh, milton said uh, that he thought that you know Christi- uh, christianity uh, into places where our faith is outlawed the idea of digital sharing of the gospel a very very powerful thought there because a lot of Countries around the world find it very difficult. Here we are, quite an open nation in Australia. Some countries very closed. Uh, persecution yeah. of Christians in, uh, in well over 50 nations around the world. They're, you know, just, uh, we often talk about 50 nations. They're just the top 50. A lot of Christians persecuted. The idea that uh, a digital outreach can get in where we can't always go, this is a powerful thought and a powerful way that you're working with that as well.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, there's no there's no real borders when it comes to online. Um, you know, the world organizes itself around countries and borders, and and really the limiting factors kind of more language and, and, and culture, but not 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 international borders. And so the message the message can get far and wide. And with tools that have been developed by Facebook and Google um, for the for the ad industry and for, for ultimately um, growing their own products, um, we can leverage them to be able to reach in to different people groups, to different languages, to different countries that maybe we can't physically go to, uh, but ultimately can, um, yeah, get the message of Jesus um, far and wide. And we're seeing a lot of the, bit, the most fruit that we see um, from our endeavors is in different cu- countries, different cultures um, around the world.
0: Wow and you know uh, when we talk about uh, using other language material you're not just working with English language material you've got a lot of uh, a lot of uh, video resource that is in other languages so for people who are wanting to reach out cross culturally uh, they've got all sorts of opportunities for the resources you're producing as well
1: yeah, that's right. So everything that we produce for our own kind of evangelistic endeavors through those different projects that we talked about earlier yes, years and, and also direct evangelism work, um, we, we give them away for free, no strings attached, um, for people to use. And, and, and as we, in many different countries around the world, producing in that content of high quality um, but in um, local languages Um, and so you know uh, you know there's been a mass migration of people and and everyone lives in different countries but most people also have a a real heart for their for their own home countries or their own cultures and so um, that's again an incredible way you can still be involved in mission um, overseas no matter where you are in the world Um, and um, our videos are there available for free for you to be able to use um, to reach into some of those places.
0: Well, when you use the word free, there's a lot of attention that's captured and a lot of churches use video and multimedia material. Yeah. Uh, not all churches and not everybody's uh, right up to speed with uh, you know technological changes, but uh, it is available. And to tell the sort of stories that create opportunity for people to hear the gospel and to be enhanced in their faith. And, and you've got a library, an archive of fabulous material how many how many clips would people have access to on the CV website?
1: Yeah, so if you go to the cvglobal.co co website um, and click on resources, um, you can sign up for free um, to that system. And currently, there's about fifteen hundred. Um, high quality videos across multiple languages across many different topics and they range from kind of original creative pieces telling stories kind of parables um, to introduce Jesus or they might be testimonies or stories um, and they're all organized in um, as I said around topics um, that, that, that are relatable for people or interests um, so they're online they're all free we don't just say that to get you to sign up it's no strings attached Um, we we really want to and we believe that we're just part of this this, we're just part of the picture and if ultimately we can give away for free what we're making um, then we can inspire and equip many others to use that material and it can go far further than we ever could and that's why we exist just to get the message of Jesus to as many people as we can and so giving everything away That's just part of that picture for us.
0: So, Nathan, have you got teams that this is their sole purpose, uh, to create fabulous materials that can be used evangelistically across the world, uh, across cultures? Uh, You've got teams that are actually creating these little uh, segments, videos that are really communicating the gospel so powerfully? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So we have content teams around the world in all of these countries whose sole job is to find visual ways through video to, um, to share the gospel. Um, in many different creative ways and so um, it's a, it's a real core part of what we do as a ministry
0: okay let's talk about what we talked about at the beginning and in our introduction this idea of people who don't fit the typical ministry mold uh, people who yeah. are creative and able to communicate across the new generation trends and uh, mm-hmm. the opportunity for people and I'm just thinking of people who create videos for uh, yeah. lots of online platforms and you know the latest one that captures as younger people uh, tends to be like tiktok Uh, but the idea of creating video content you are in fact able to be a, a hub for a lot of content that could be created and shared much more widely than people are sharing at the moment
1: Absolutely. So we, um, as we give away stuff that we produce, um, we're very open to be able to work with with partners or with individuals that are also creating um, similar materials and, and and add that to the to the library, and, and so it can go far further than than perhaps you know we ever could on our own. Um, and we see um, not just individuals or, or organisations that are producing videos, but because of COVID, again, going back to that topic, many churches are now having to um, take the message uh, and deliver that in a format that is, is, is um, engageable online. And so they're using video. And one of the things that I'm passionate about in terms of churches as well is that when, when physical gathering occurs, much effort and energy and time and resource goes into those gatherings, physical gatherings. Um, And of course, now the churches that are blessed with, um, say, media departments or have individuals in the church that are producing stories or telling testimonies, um, that actually those pieces of content can have a life outside of your Sunday service. Um, And I personally believe that stories of God's grace and his love and testimonies are very powerful inside of the four walls of the church to inspire um, our, our, our members um, but in addition to that they're equally powerful outside of the four walls um, and i would love to see everyone using media sharing what what's, um what they what they have stories of hope and really beginning to start a pandemic of hope around the world by flooding social media with stories of what jesus is doing in people's lives
0: What a powerful way of reaching out all around the world. I'm asking on our Facebook question today, is digital evangelism online just as legitimate as sharing the gospel face to face? And Carolyn responded, she said, it has the ability to influence people around the world and go where I can't go and we can support and travel online and pray for them. As she also goes on to say, but we have to also remember that there are those who don't have technology skills and devices. So we're not talking here, Nathan, about the replacement of even traditional ways of reaching out because not everybody has access online in a mission context, but uh, but we're not forgetting those people, but you're actually... Continuing to to talk about the the wonderful opportunity that presents to be able to reach yeah. out online.
1: Yeah, it's a new it's a new frontier of of missions, and it's certainly not about replacement. Um, it's about hey, look, we've got even more opportunity to get to people and to be able to introduce Jesus to them. Why wouldn't we be there? Why would not we um, use that as an opportunity to to share the message of Jesus? And just to say as well that you know that you know we look at data and use data a lot to inform our decision making, um, and. And although there are still large groups of people around the world that are not online, um, there's a lot of money in the in the tech industry from Silicon Valley and elsewhere to connect the world. You, you'd hear this um, on the news all the time, and and whether it's Facebook or it's Google or Amazon, everyone's wanting to get those other people online that are not currently online. And so there's projects like, you know, Starlink from Elon Musk, put in satellites in space to get the get the internet to all of the places around the world. And so I think we'll see an increasing number of people coming online. Um, And and so it's exciting right now, but it's only going to increase in size as an opportunity as well.
0: As you say, the tech companies are doing all they can to enhance the ability of everyone in the whole world to go online. So why wouldn't you be engaging in a space like uh, creating digital resources uh, to get the gospel out there? Hey, exactly. one of one of those things though. Uh, let me ask you here, because uh, because through your uh, CV Global Resources, uh, you're reaching a lot of people. No doubt, people are making decisions to follow yes. Christ. But uh, there's this other question that comes in here, and I know listeners will be interested in this: the idea of what sort of personal contact can you make in by way of follow-up for someone who responds in a digital format is there a way that you can somehow or other direct the idea of personal follow-up personal contact
1: yeah absolutely i mean first and foremost we um we as an organization exist um for, for that um high level evangelism um part of the picture um, but we also see ourselves in partnership and working alongside um local churches and individuals and so um our our ideal is if someone responds, and of course, every time we introduce someone to Jesus, we provide the opportunity for them to respond, is to connect those people as quickly as possible into local churches for personal follow-up and ultimately to help grow the local church. Um, Of course, that's not possible everywhere, um, where there may be not a viable church or someone's not. Um, you know, someone's not um, in proximity to, um, and we also have have teams of people that are able to engage with the community as well. And so, where we can't connect people to church, we can respond directly as well. Um, but we're we're ultimately trying to. Um, Trying to trying to also advocate this idea that you know we're all we're all ministers we're all capable of engaging in conversations with people um, and so as much as possible help mobilise and equip and train individuals to be able to engage in those conversations as well um, so this isn't about us building a database or any of that this is about us getting the message of Jesus out there to people that no one else is reaching and ultimately then connecting them through to local church um, for for a life of discipleship.
0: And we're talking mobilising people who don't fit the traditional mould of what we might yeah. think of as a Christian minister or as someone who evangelises. Uh, interestingly, and I'll get your thoughts here, because uh, as you'll know, uh, there's a young generation right now that loves uh, online gaming. I'm not talking about yeah. gambling so much as, uh, as uh, all sorts of different uh, games that people play, not only uh, within their own homes, but with people around yeah. the world, because they're so digital uh, connected? Is it possible, Nathan, that there may be a just an army of Christian evangelists who are so, so, Uh, enabled in their online presence uh, that all they need is that little encouragement that says, let's do something worthwhile with this online time that you're using. Is it possible there could be an army of evangelists who are just at this time just absorbed in their online gaming and they haven't yet uh, received a word, a tap on the shoulder from God?
1: Yeah, I I believe so, yeah. I I believe that we should, um, with a kind of missional mindset, and, and, and seeing, seeing the opportunity, and, and to be really kind of like engaged in the Great Commission, we should look at everything where there's people, and ask ourselves the question: um, Is this an opportunity to be able to um, share the message of Jesus? Or can we redeem it in some way to ultimately um, bring hope into that space? Um, and the Great Commission was ultimately for Christians; it was go into all the world. It wasn't for Christians to come into our world. It was for us to go into other people's worlds. And so wherever we see people gathering, Spending their time, engaging in conversation, um, we as Christians should be asking ourselves: How can we go into that space? How can we bring light into that darkness? Um, and that may look different, um, you know, gaming as an example, as you just mentioned, that might look very different there. Um, but I still believe there's opportunities. Um, and so let's not um, departmentalize our lives into kind of this is church and this is this is the world, but rather um, how can we be light um, wherever we go.
0: I'm just uh, having this sort of thought. You know, when we talk about the question that I've been asking listeners to consider, is digital evangelism online just as legitimate as sharing the gospel face-to-face? So when we are... Uh, confronted with a an, like an altar call message, you know, now is the moment to believe, put your faith in Jesus Christ, to repent, turn away from your sins, ask Jesus to be Lord and Saviour. Uh, is there a difference between that idea of being the person who's there leading someone uh, in a prayer to connect with God uh, than someone who might be reading a sinner's prayer online or, or going along with a, a digital uh, video uh, multimedia message uh, what are your thoughts here for the the way that God can use the sorts of materials yep. that you're producing there Nathan? Um,
1: my my view is that um, again evangelism is ultimately a, a partnership. God asks us to, to be faithful in sharing the message and sharing the reason for our hope but then um, you know, he is also working through the power of his spirit to to um, open eyes and to and to um, you know bring life to, to words. And so, in our experience, and I'm not, this isn't theory, this is experience of what we've achieved so far. That that God is far bigger and far more able than we ever sometimes imagine in our own. Uh, Mindsets to be able to introduce people, to, you know, to himself, and because that's his heart. And so, whether that's through a dream, whether that's through um, something that's been watched as a video, whether that's some text on a page, um, you know, even the history of missions is full of example of how God's used the smallest of seed to be ultimately to to interrupt someone's life. And so, um, I, I'm I'm am I'm a believer that. Um, that that God will use everything and everything to make himself known um, and we get the incredible privilege to be able to be part of that. Uh,
0: That Facebook question asks is digital evangelism online just as legitimate as sharing the gospel face to face? Uh, Tracy responded on Facebook says I have learnt so much about the gospel by media online. I do so much more Bible study online. I love mm-hmm. it. Now, this is interesting because uh, gives us an insight here into CV Global and and your focus here, because uh, we're talking evangelism, outreach, and uh, and touching people's lives in all sorts of contexts, the globe around, all around the globe. Uh, but not so much the teaching material. Uh, the teaching yeah. material that's that's not so much your focus at this point.
1: Um- it's not um, but there are many um, there are many organizations that, that, that do that um, and, and of course we do have to solve some of those um, challenges in, in let's say some countries we may go into where there isn't materials in that language and um, we may partner to be ultimately try and bring some of those discipleship and, and, and teaching materials into that mix as well um, so there's lots out there and, and I agree uh, with the comments on Facebook um, you know through digital means we have opportunity to to, to go deeper, to research, to read more, to learn more. Um, and um, there's lots of stuff out there, um, whether it's through the Bible app or whether it's through um, other, other mediums as well to be able to engage in teaching material.
0: Now, as people are learning how to use the great material that you've got at CV Global, and I'll just just pick up on Yes He Is for a moment, because when you're sending a text or a message to a friend, you can very simply attach a one of these little clips now give us a you know really a practical insight here into how people can get the best use out of these wonderful free materials that you've got for available uh, available for people to use uh, how does it all work here nathan
1: yeah well, well all of our all of our videos um are, are, are available online that they're, they're, they're accessible through through a link um, and so um you know that that ranges from someone just sharing that on their social media Um, They watch a video and they feel compelled to share it on Facebook or on Instagram or or wherever and and, and kind of allow the story to to tell itself uh, and then engage in the comment thread through to actually using media as part of a conversation. So to to be really practical, um, sometimes, you know, we have friends or we have people that we work with that are going through a tough time. They're dealing with some stuff. And and the question as a Christian we sometimes ask is, I just I just don't have the words to say or I don't quite know enough about that topic. To be able to engage or i really want to introduce jesus into this conversation but i'm just not sure how um, and some of this content is, is is just really sensitive in telling stories of maybe someone who has gone through a similar situation um, and then found hope in that or or maybe they're they're, they're still walking a particular journey um, and it's just been captured in a particular way but, that just in a really natural way um you know you can take that video you can either download that or you can get the link through Yes He Is and ultimately just say, hey, I, I saw this and um, was thinking of you. I'm not sure if it's if it's going to resonate, but, um, you know, this may encourage you. And just send that inside of a conversation, whether it's on WhatsApp or Messenger or iMessage, whatever platform you use, and be able to just drop that in there. Um, and most people, um, you know, when we get when we get leaflets or we get spammed with stuff through our letterbox or maybe even just handed out on the street um, by a stranger, most people will take that and put it in their pocket or put it in the bin. But when something's personally delivered by a friend, most people will engage. Most people will watch that video. Most people will read that article because you, as a as a friend, has has, has given it to them. Um, and so we we advocate very strongly on that personal relationship based sharing of faith. Um, And of course, with communication going digital in in, in many ways, um, you know, links to videos is something that you can quite easily drop into the conversation.
0: I saw this and was thinking of you. It's as easy as including a line like that. And yeah. do you find that people who are using all of these free resources that you've got, they get some favourites, and and people tend to send uh, their favourite clip, their favourite little mini production. Uh, they'll send that to to friends on a on a, re, on a you know when when they're when they're making contact with friends.
1: Yeah, totally. I think everyone has their their, their favourite clips. Um, I think I think one of the um, even even the comment earlier by um, by that person on Facebook. I think one of the um, things to remember too is our content um, is for Christians to share with their non-Christian friends, but it's also in a language and in a, in a, in, a, in a, delivered in a way that is ultimately relatable and a non-Christian would want to watch and engage with. And so we put a lot of effort into make, into creatively telling the authentic true message of jesus but in a way that a a non-believer would be able to engage with and so um it's good to bring that distinction between okay this isn't these videos are not for the christian to teach them this is actually to put in the hands of christians to use as you just mentioned a moment ago to share to to their friends Um, but yes we all have our favorites we all have our go-to clips um but there's also lots of new stuff that's coming out all the time and of course there's also lots of new opportunities covid in of itself is creating a, a massive opportunity where people are asking a lot of questions, and so um, we try and um, you know creatively be able to help resource into that as
0: well. Well, Nathan, it's been a fascinating conversation and one that I think listeners will be inspired and excited about. And I want to point people to your website, cvglobal.co. Now, is there a particular website too for going straight to, say, the initiative Yes He Is, as we've been talking about that? Uh, people can just simply Google Yes He Is, but is there a particular website that people can use to uh, to check on some of these videos?
1: Yeah, all, all, of our, all of our websites are linked through the CV Global website. So you can um, go through there and find a link to all these places. And of course, Yes, He Is has a mobile application as well. You can download on your phone to join that community, have access to the library. And that makes it even easier to share your faith because it's on your mobile and you carry that everywhere you go. Um, but if you hit cvglobal.co, follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can keep up to date with all our stories, access all of our resources and become part of the community. And, um, and and would be honoured that you would you would join us on this great commission.
0: Okay, get the yes he is app, and you can check out the other resources at cvglobal.co. cvglobal.co, and uh, just great insights. Nathan Spicer, the uh, pioneer behind uh, the global initiatives of yes he is and CV resources. Uh, Nathan, just great getting your insights today. Thank you so much for sharing these with our listeners here on Vision Christian Radio and uh, look forward to another catch-up on another day. Thanks for being with us on 2020.
1: Thank you for facilitating the conversation. It's been an honour. Thank you.
0: Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand
1: from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.